Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. get to hear all of it that was wonderful discography wonder that was just for you thank you i have no desire to go to a rascal in his flats concert i just feel like not my vibe not my people not anything i would hire them for a private party so we could wow hi hello 
Welcome <laughs> to another episode of But Am I Wrong? Starring two people who have not once ever been wrong. What's True. it like to never be wrong, Melissa? You know, um, some days are easier than others. And, you know, I wake up and I'm like, what's that pressure that's on my shoulder? And it's the weight of the world. But most days, you know, it's pretty good. You carry that weight beautifully. And unlike the thick-necked, steroided-up <laughs> men, you have relaxed your traps physically. But you've been setting those traps. But I've, that's what I was going to say. But I've been setting catching, traps, though. Catching what you need to catch mm-hmm. while carrying the, the insurmountable weight of... You know, you say the world, I say the universe on those shoulders. Yeah, well, I got to sleep sometimes, you know. So I take a few days off from the universe. Plus, Today's you one obviously, of those days. You, gotta, you, you have a great public and professional working relationship with the universe and the aliens. So, mm-hmm. you know. I love part you of so territory. much. <laughs> I can't. We, some, you and this, like... Melissa being the, the the brains of the podcast and the audio equipment and all of the stuff, like sometimes you'll just sneak up on me with some <laughs> audio thing. And it's like, oh, you just know how to make it sound like it's coming from inside my head. Yep. Yeah. A whole new unique way. I don't do it for you, though. I do it for the listeners. But at this time, you are listening to me. Yeah, right now it's you're performing to an audience of one. And then in a couple and then like two weeks or a week, people will be like, mm-hmm. oh, that was funny. And you're like, every day. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly bangers after bangers let's talk about why the show is going to be different next week the show is going to be different next week because if you missed last week's episode or any of last week's entire docket of all of our shows you might not know that melissa and i proposed the idea that we've been toying with for a while you all know if you've listened for a long time that we've always wanted to do like a tv movie kind of podcast we talk about that stuff like all the time but we wanted like a rewatch sort of thing But um, we do not have the time to start a whole new podcast. And the the news in the world is very bleak, very sad. Melissa's swamped with work. I've been swamped with work. And so on those days, we've like skipped a couple episodes of, but am I wrong, between like being sick and then, you know, really insane. Yeah, burnt out work stuff. And then it's really hard when you're incredibly burnt out from work to then want to talk about like really horrific stuff that's like in the news and things that are really rough, especially like week after week after week. So we thought when those moments arise, when we're either burnt out or things are just feeling very dark and depressing and we want something that's a little more lighthearted and also assume that our listeners want something like a nice little bit of escapism, we're going to start watching shows singular episodes or maybe movie we have, we're doing show this time because time commitment um and then we're basically taking like the same format of hot takes are but am i wrong and applying them to the show so mm-hmm. first up we are watching gilmore girls yes so we're doing a double feature essentially oh, yes amy i always forget the order of her name <laughs> sure <laughs> I'm not helping you the second because I want to hear what you're going to say. Say Pellegrino. It's funny. That's what I was going to say, Pellegrino, but I know it's Palagino. Oh, no. Fuck, now that you've said it. 
Paladino. I was Paladino. like, I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> Amy Sherman Paladino. So I love one of her shows and Megan loves another one of her shows. And we have competing thoughts on them for different reasons um, that we've never even seen the other shows, really. I've kind of seen Gilmore Girls, which is first up mm-hmm. chronologically. Um, anyway, because it came out first. Um, so Gilmore Girls is a show about talking. It's about a mom, a daughter, the grandmother's there, Melissa McCarthy's there, Bonnie's there. That's all I got. There's a there's a cafe. Yep. It's a diner. A diner. There's Yale, I think. Yep. Yep. Okay. That's yep. That's it's what I got. Women talking in Connecticut. <laughs> That's what Gilmore Girls. Women talking fast in Connecticut. And then it's marvelous marvelous Mrs. Mar- marvelous Mrs. Ma- Maisel. There you go. It's she's Miss or Mrs. Mrs. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And that is um a musical without music. It's a TV show that looks like um, this the television production of uh, Fox Presents Grace Live, but minus <laughs> all of the singing and dancing. And they wear small hats and have pin curls. And I think they, I assume they talk in Mutz's favorite old talkie voice. And um, it's not in black and white, but it gives the vibe that maybe it could have been. Um, and it also has a lot of the same characters in it are the same actors from Gilmore Girls because Amy Sherman Palladino loves to recast. And also as a fun fact, Amy Sherman Palladino loves to wear a top hat, which Mots is obsessed I've with seen, that fun fact yeah. about her. Yeah, so pretty cool. We're going to embark on this and we are sourcing your own hot takes. If you've never watched the show, you have watched the show. Like we're really going based off of the first episodes of each of them. Um, so you can submit your hot takes, warm takes, cold takes, just first, like anything that gives the, the, it can be something you've been stewing on for a very long time that you're like, this is a hot take as a diehard fan, or you can say hot take. I agree with Megan. This show is a musical without any music. And this is the first time I've watched it as well. So you can submit those to buttermywrongpod at gmail.com ASAP and... I will say by the time that this episode comes out, then we have already recorded um, uh, Gilmore Girls, but send them in for Maisel. Send them in. But we're looking forward to it. I'm very excited. And just to reassure everybody, I promise you, Cheetah Girls, more specifically Cheetah Girls 2, is coming. We just did not have the time this week. And that one was one that like, we need to fuck it. We need us we all to know one, this is two, coming. Three. We got if there's three, right? And yeah, without yeah. yes, without a doubt. The second one is truly the most important one, like culturally. But we have to give everybody and the audience enough time to know it's coming because I don't want them to miss out on being able to share what I assume. I could talk about that movie for hours. You know they're we'll based see. on a book. Yes, Megan. We talked about this last week and don't blame me. That sounds familiar. Or I do think I was there. Or see you next Tuesday. I don't know. One of the ones I've already edited, reviewed for this week that y'all Sometimes have I don't know what we talk about online and what we talk about offline. See, the difference is I hear You it. listen to me. <laughs> I listen back. So I hear it twice. 
and still you're not sick of me. That's so impressive. Congratulations. You know, we're Good there. for you. We're there. <gasps> Don't say that. Anyways, shall we get into this show? I do. All right. Time for But Am I Wrong? And that's where we, Megan and Melissa, pick something from our lives, from pop culture, a hot take, a rant, something that we might have done this week that might have been, you know, wrong. And then we present it. Okay, before we get into mine, I just want to give an update to DinoGate. Um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, several, several, several episodes ago, I gave my hot In take on dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, I gave Which my hot take on dinosaurs. And I just want to say that now re- researchers are saying that T-Rex's mouth might not have been as big as that we've seen. And they probably had lips. And right now they're depicted without having lips. So I just want to add, that you know t-rexes got their little flappy chicken wings probably got birds on it got smaller mouths with lips so this means because this is like a big part of the logo for jurassic park that we need a new movie a new reboot of it that doesn't have chris pratt in it i co-sign anything that involves removing chris pratt i do have a question can Uh you have teeth without lips like a mouth? Like, what is that? Ask like uh, all these white dudes that are walking around like that. But like, I'm just looking at them and I'm like. Yeah, because so... think about like a like a like a uh, lizard. They got little teeth in there. but They don't have lips. I guess I would just consider the perimeter of their mouth. Well, that's yes, not but they're the saying is... that they have like lips, lips, you know, that's their mouth. So, like the T-Rex from Toy Story. Those are some lips. That's just a bottom lip, think, really. So do, when so you, you close him up, he doesn't really so, have lips. It's just so are we talking like a Cupid's bow? Like Maybe. We're talking about like, is this like a lip flip lip? Like filled hyaluronic Look, acid? Here's the thing. Dinosaurs, the depiction of them, really fanfics, as I've already said. So I don't really need to say much more on that subject. Choose your own adventure. If that's what you want it to look like, if you want it to look like that they got injections, I, I want that's gasified. your dinosaur. I yeah. want a Dr. Miami product. I, I want a dinosaur that went to Dr. Miami. Okay. Well, there you go. Huh. All right. So here's my hot take this week. This is that we've been ignoring one of the best electrolytes ever. I know that you're like in your electrolyte era right now. I am. And so um, one of the greatest health drinks was invented a long time ago and we haven't really been talking about it. And first I want to preface it by saying that I'm not a doctor. I'm not liable for any of these claims. (laughs) I'm dead. I've consulted our legal team and I do want to make sure that you all know that I'm not a doctor. That being said, that being said, I mean, this information is all like if you go on any like healthline.com, WebMD, the information's there. So this this drink. Open your eyes. (laughs) This drink helps soothe, soothe muscle cramps. Helps you stay hydrated because of the sodium and potassium. Can help with hangovers because of the electrolytes, which are sodium and potassium. 
You can use it as a recovering a recovery aid instead of Gatorade and Powerade without the sugar. It's inexpensive. You probably already have it in your refrigerator right now. Okay. It contains. I'm writing down three guesses, and I'm, I'm writing down guesses as they come up. Okay. Cool. 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 It contains antioxidants. It has a significant amount of vitamin C and E. It helps boost your gut health because. It's fermented, so there's probiotics in it. It has cuserotin, which helps um, in lowering cholesterol. It also has antibacterial properties, so it can kill the germs that cause bad breath, as Listerine says. So when you chill it, it's cold. It can be refreshing. It's a little tart. can make your lips pucker a little bit. You can choose your own adventure, really, because sometimes it can be vinegary. I mean, it's always vinegary. A little garlicky, can be sweet or buttery, whatever you desire. You may ask what I'm referring to. What I would swirl around and guzzle. What is the greatest health drink that was ever invented? Megan, putting your guesses. Okay, I'm going to read you. I'm going to give you my guesses in order of, I think my final one is the one that it is. So my first one, Yoohoo. As soon as you said fermented, I go, Yoohoo is not (laughs) fermented. And if it is, I'm bugging out and someone needs to call the FDA. (laughs) Then I thought Pedialyte. And then I was like, I feel like that's pretty obvious. obvious. You "You probably already have it in your fridge. And I go, not unless you have, I think it's children who drink that. Mm -hmm. And it's then the I thought, pedia as in pediatrician, as in child. Oh, don't come with me the fucking Latin prefix and suffix <laughs> all over again. And then I was like, Kool-Aid? And I was like, mm, you got into the fermented. And I go, I do not think the Kool-Aid man is fermenting. And then I thought cranberry juice, because you brought that up. And then you said garlic and buttery. And then my final guess was pickle juice. Correct. Correct. Pickle juice. So, Megan, I know you've been complaining about the citrus in your life. So if you want to take a shot of pickle juice. Melissa, before I got electrolytes, when Mm -hmm. I was desperate, I was like trying to drink the salt water and I had someone DM me and they were like DMing me. Like we talk a a good amount and they also, uh, they have diagnosed POTS, but they were like, you definitely have it. And I was like, yeah, I'm trying the salt water thing. And they were like, I'm telling you right now, babe, if you get desperate, I need you to just take those pickles out. If you want to eat them later, put them in a different jar, keep one of just the liquid swig and you're going to feel better in five minutes. Mm -hmm. And I did. And I was like, oh. Wow, I literally have just a little, a little one, just of the juice left in there for when I need Set it. Set occasions, yeah, yeah, and it's, it's you know it's that like savory kind of vibe, especially if like oh my heart's a racing and I, mm-hmm. I I just ate something like salty and savory. I'm like I want to keep continue on this path. And sometimes you yeah. get those little pickle chunks. What are those little chunks in there? Is that garlic? Yeah. It can be garlic. The it, that's the thing. That's what I was saying. Choose your own adventure. It depends on what they flavored it with. It could be garlic. It could be just the seeds. Oh, the seeds. That makes sense. The spices too. that they put in there too. Wow. You are, you're, you're so spot on with all of Thank this. You. And like, who's going to get on the pickle juice PR team? Right. Because the I can see the next thing, the next big thing, they're like bone broth. We're over that. We're not going to sell bone broth for $15 a cup anymore or getting on the pickle juice train. Air going to start selling pickle juice shots. You know who mm-hmm. was 
like spearheading the PR campaign. They got to hire her as back on. Pickle Spears. Wow. Unintentional slay on my end. Go me. The uh, It was Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez, big pickle girl. Big pickle girly. She would get on all of those late night talk shows, especially when she was in her Disney era. And they would be like, let's talk. And like, you know, Disney really media trained. So you only have about three things you can bring up. And so constantly hosts are being like, Selena, now you love pickles. And she's like, oh yeah, like, you know, I drink pickle juice. And they're like, bring out the pickle juice. So like you could probably find like a two hour compilation of her on every single late night show drinking pickle juice. Selena, I know you're busy. You've got rare beauty. You're doing so many other things. Only murderers in the building. Love the show. If you could- she got a cooking show too. Link back. Oh yeah, yeah. Selena and Chef. If you could link back up with the uh, Pickle Academy, I'd love that. Yeah. Collab. So, you know, we speak things in existence on this podcast, so it's probably coming. Also, why we should also be a part of the collab. We should yeah. just like give it off. Mm-hmm. So pickle juice. I know that you like pickles and I know that you have electrolyte problems. So I was trying to find a solution for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. This should be your new MLM. So mine is, I, if this is a hot take, I don't know, insert some saying like slap me across the face and call me Susan. Like if this is a hot take, like I know. If I'm alone in this feeling and if I find out that there are people there in the world walking around who enjoy this experience and want this experience to happen, we have issues and you are the people who are enabling this to continue happening. And I blame you for so many things in the world. So this is either a hot take or rant. We don't know yet. (laughs) I mean, without a doubt, it is a rant because I am passionate about this subject. But we need to make this I don't believe in cancel culture as in I don't believe it exists. But if I could cancel something, I could make this. I am anti-police. I am anti-prison. This, straight to jail. When cast members of Broadway shows walk through the aisles and interact with audience members, which is the exact same thing, and it gives the exact same emotion to me. Oh, this is in character. Not not just like walking around afterwards in character, fraternizing ooh, with the audience in their seats. And it is only leveled up by the experience of a bug's life, quote unquote, ride experience at, is it Disneyland? That's where that one is. Interactive movie theaters, any sort of interacting with the audience. I got to take notes so I can be ready. In character. It is awful. It is awful. The 3D movies where they blow hot air in your face? No. I'm being assaulted in the theater by a two-dimensional picture. Oh, and then they're like, oh, throw some 3D glasses on so you can really feel out out of sorts. That is awful and terrifying. And I am terrified with the the uptick in AI, virtual reality, that they're going to be like, well, you know what? You can watch The Hunger Games and you can feel the fire, you can feel your heart racing and you can feel the impending doom that you will be killed. And guess what? Maybe the audience, maybe we'll have people walking through the audience and breathing down your neck so you genuinely have that fear. I want to watch a performance, whether that is on stage or on screen, as a form of escapism. I want to watch it and enjoy it and just know that like, I'm in the cinema, I'm in the theater, I am not participating, I'm not getting paid. Where are my union reps? 
this is a SAG violation. I am not a part of this production. And the fact that you're going to hoodwink and bamboozle me into, into, into gasping and, and awing for my own sensory displeasure, hard pass, straight to jail, criminal offense. And I don't know why, but I feel like Lin-Manuel Miranda has something to do with this. Are you done? Yes. This is a hot take. You fucking freak. You like this goddamn shit. You're insane. Here's the thing. First of all, Cats the Musical, part of it is them going in the stage and interacting. That is part of the enjoyment of the show. I don't know if you watch Kimmy Schmidt, but there is a bit in that show that they just pick people at random and then you just become part of the show because <laughs> that's what cats feels like um, well, so that combines my two of my least favorite things and the other one is humans with like fur on their fa- like the 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 mm-mm. like where you're oh no 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 if i no. could go to a show of greece and they induct me into being a pink lady a dream i uh went to this should be no surprise to you because i go to interactive shows like bridgerton that bridgerton thing i went to was a show you were like the interactive the dime first of all not star diamond 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 diamond. oh my gosh no i meant you were like the the like number one on the call sheet not in like a you weren't a like a ornamental star (laughs) like you were like the leading lady i um you know i 3D movies I went to as a kid, uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, which that movie as a whole is terrifying. terrifying. And then you add the 3D element, even more terrifying. They did have the feeling of things breathing on you, like bugs breathing on you or like sneezing on you and you feel the water hitting you. They even had Disgusting. rats moving around on your little feet. Wait, what year did this come out? Because I wonder if I'm... That also traumatized like, me. I was a kid kid. So I don't even think you would have been alive. No, but they had but a second I'm one. sure it went... Uh, but I mean, like, when the uh, when I went on that ride, or, yeah, I was like a kid kid. So I, I don't think you were alive or you were like a baby. But I'm sure it was around for a long time. Wait, is it a ride or the show, movie? The movie was... There's two movies or three, maybe. Wait, but are I you know, saying the interactive I'm, part was... No, there was like a ride. Like you talked about ants or whatever you were talking about. The same way they had that. Oh, wow. So they'd show like bits of the movie, but then make you part of the movie. And so like when things would happen in the movie, they would happen to you. I have Terrifying. That feels... I don't know if it's like I'm having a visceral reaction to my experience with the bug's life and I'm feeling like I lived this too. But I feel like I lived this as... It's awful. Yeah. I definitely didn't. Oh, Florida. No, I might have. No, I definitely, I probably definitely did. It might have been the same goddamn fucking time because I was in Florida. And as a child, the only time I went to Disney Mm -hmm. was Disney World. (gasps) Florida, Ron DeSantis, this is your fault. So, um, yeah, I I love to be part of interactive theater, though. So... As long as I've signed up for it, I don't want to be like on the street and then a man, mm. a British man walks outside and does dances and holds up fucking traffic. I don't want to be part of that because I didn't consent to it. 
But if I paid money to go to a theater experience, I want to be part of it. But what if you don't know that you're a part of it? I think if you go to a show, you should be prepared. Okay, but Melissa, I was like a six years old. Like, you, can, how are you going to prepare a six year old? Like, by the way, may, there's a lot of things that are their fault. But yeah. like, <laughs> so it's a very, very long list. But like, I think if I experienced it as an adult, no, I still would hate it. But I just. But you think, wouldn't go to it because you no, know. No, because I would know. I would know mm-hmm. now. But when you buy a ticket, you're essentially consenting to it. Even I remember because I did a little like summer report on it and they're on the ticket. It said that they will be touching you for the honey. I shrunk the kids thing. So you were consenting to it. Okay. You so just I think didn't. maybe, maybe the thing is, is this seems to be an adult only show or with children that have to have <laughs> children with their lawyers present who know what they're <laughs> signing. Yeah. Children with representation. Legal representation who know their rights and know what there's yeah because here I I would like let me press some charges for these oh my god I hate it I hate it and you want to know the irony of all of it is I could never go through like a haunted house for that same reason like I don't don't fucking do not See, interact I don't with consent, me I'm not I here. do not consent to haunted houses because I don't like to be scared but if totally. I'm gonna have fun bring me in. So my thing with the haunted houses is like, there's no way I could ever walk through them at all. But um, I'm dramatic. I'm a performer. So I would be in the haunted houses that are like our hometown. Like it's very, once you watch Gilmore Girls, that's very my hometown, but more granola. And uh, we would have these haunted houses. Like my friend's dad would put on it. Like he just like took over his basement. He's like a like contractor. So like it would be like, he's building multiple like rooms. Claire like, on Modern Family. Oh, oh my God. Like it, it's like, it's, the fact that like I would go to her house like every like multiple times during the week, super, super close. Every time the haunted house happened, I'm like, what is this part? Like I would never even know where we were in terms of like what the house was. And then they would eventually and like he would his goal was always just to break even, was never making any money on it. And mm-hmm. then he would rent out this specific place called Pavilion um, in our town, which is kind of like a big barn hall thing. And we do it in there. And I would always be in the haunted house, but I'd be so afraid. So like one of the older guys would like give me a piggyback ride where I would close my eyes and it would be before obviously anyone's coming through and they're like, okay, it's Megan, everyone. Everyone's like, okay, like turn the lights on. She's going through. And like, I would still close my eyes and like no one would scare me. And then I'd scare the shit out of people. And then when we'd be done, they'd have to like escort me out the same kind of way. So when I'm in control, I'm fine. If I'm controlling that, but it's the, it's the not knowing. We were also weren't allowed to touch people though. Because people kept like, and even if we didn't touch people, still some people would get punched. That's what I was going to say. That's part of the reason why I haven't gone into a haunted house or I want to participate in one because I I feel like I would punch and I feel like other people also punch. So no, thank you. Yeah, that's fair. I'm pretty sure the rule is if they hit you, you can hit them back. Probably not, but I think. I think it should be at that point. If you punch someone in a haunted house, yeah, I think you game. punch someone in general. <laughs> in general, <laughs> in general, because then self defense. Oh, this has been a very controversial way to start the show, but you know, hey, we both have us. our things, and mine are. You could probably find if you're a psych major, you could probably just crack open a page in the DSM five and go, "There she is." <laughs> 
<laughs> a lot of my issues are right there, right on there. <sighs> Drink some pickle juice. Participate in a play, and we're going to take a break. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Today's episode is brought to you by one of our sponsors, 310 Nutrition. They're helping us, our listeners, all of you, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options of flavors and preferences, and I love a good option. I love an array. I love picking and choosing what I love. And I love these products. They make the most delicious protein shakes that I've had called the all-in-one shake. And when I say delicious, I mean like these don't taste like protein shakes. They're just very flavorful and actually taste like the flavor that they say they are. I have the chocolate bliss, the vanilla cream, and the caramel sundae. Um, I like to drink them as is or I've also like mixed them together. So I've done like half of a chocolate bliss plus half of a caramel sundae. And it is so delicious. Tasty. Um, They have a protein blend of plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave you feeling full. You can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. I love their hydrate. It is so good for me. I've talked about this before so many times. 
your girl needs electrolytes constantly, every day, at all times. And what I love about theirs is the variety of flavors. So lemon lime, my favorite, strawberry, peach mango, another delicious one, wild berry, watermelon, and cucumber. Hydrate Point supercharges water with all the key vitamins, electrolytes, and minerals. So one stick of hydrate mixed into 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code Blame me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use the code blame me. Oh, if only they could see the video. Melissa's holding up our next sponsor, who we love. No way. Yes way. And guess who our sponsor is? Way. (laughs) I have loved way products for so long, but I have to say that in the last month or so whenever we started doing ads with them and I got sent some new things I've never tried before I have been having the best hair days of my entire life to to be to be perfectly frank I've been having gorgeous and easy hair days yeah um I had to uh go out of town for a family emergency I've talked about on the podcast and um I usually do not like to fly with um a lot of hair things I'll usually use what's at my parents house and um I was like nah I I like this stuff too much I packed everything I packed everything that they sent us it's just so so good I love their detox shampoo I am someone who like the front part of my scalp or hair or whatever gets really dry but then the nape of my neck especially if I sleep with a bonnet on I'll sweat in the night and so then the parts of my back like that's getting all dingy but then also sometimes when you wear like your little front pieces it can get like oily extra quickly all of this to say I have never used a clarifying shampoo that gets my hair so clean without being like dry and squeaky and like oh gosh I can't keep using this This is not good like it just gets everything out of your hair totally refreshes but I cannot say enough good things about the hair gloss like oh the hydration, the shine, the, the gorgeous body that it gives your hair, it's fantastic. And I'm someone who has, I have lighter hair, so it doesn't get really shiny normally. And it's also bleach damage. So sometimes the ends, especially now, I need a haircut. They get really tangled and hard to brush through. When I use the hair gloss and then I give myself a little blowout at home, my hair looks stunning and it feels stunning and that style lasts for a lot longer than most of my other hair days yeah i'll use the detox shampoo and then also the leave-in conditioner and then let my i'll twist my hair out and let it dry and then i'll finish it with the hair gloss and i love the way that it just like makes my curls pop and it also smells so 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 good good. smells like a salon Mm -hmm. i feel like my head's in a basin but my neck isn't hurting (laughs) it's like it's the best of both worlds that is a great analogy so we've been talking about way's new hair gloss it's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water it provides immediate shine helps treat damage what megan just talked about she has some chemically damaged hair and it enhances your color vibrancy and according to a customer perception study over 85 percent of participants agreed that their hair looked shinier healthier and smoother and we were not in that study but we are telling you that we also agree that our hair was looking shinier healthier and smoother 
Way has so many bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, like we talked about, their fragrances, and their hair oil, which I love, especially when I'm wearing my hair naturally wavy to like break the cast. Doesn't weigh my hair down at all. Super lightweight. And they're just, everything they make is so good. They have not made a product that I haven't, not only like haven't like disliked, like I haven't loved. Like I love everything they do. And we're just such a huge fan. So please keep sponsoring our show because... <laughs> You have a customer in me for life. Me too. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and use promo code BLAME for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com. Promo code BLAME. But are you wrong is when y'all write in and share times in your life that you might have been wrong. And then we debate it. First up, writer number one. Hello, Eminem. I, 25, they, them, and my family got in some weird situation with my aunt. Let's name her Yolanda. My question was going to be, is this in reference to Selena? And then in the parentheses, it says, yes, as in that cunt who murdered Selena. And my cousin, her daughter, let's call her Haley. Yes, as in Justin's wife. Both go by she, her. So my sister, 24, she, her, came back from a trip to visit them. And she unfortunately overheard them trash talking about our family trash talking about my mom my dad sisters and me a lot of it is actually horrible like saying transphobic shit about me slut shaming my other sisters making fun of my mom's non-existent sex life when they both know my mom has endometriosis and is in a lot of pain and my dad's previous alcoholism we were all heartbroken my sister didn't say anything at the time just because of pure shock I think it hurt me more because I was close to them. I called my aunt, called her childish. She kept denying, and that bitch is a terrible liar and bad actor. Like she's in a cheesy porno. She then confessed, and what surprised me is she said that I should go back to normal, that's in quotes, because being non-binary is our word, in quotes. I also like to mention I have autism, so of course, hate that word, and Yolanda knows I have autism too. I then got angry and said, I hate you, and I hate Haley, and hung up. After that, my dad told me that I made Yolanda and Haley cry, and for some reason, I felt guilty. I don't know why, plus I believe hate is a strong word. So am I wrong for saying I hate them? P.S. My mom, who's petty, said, honestly, you should have just called her a bitch. Um, I don't like to use the word hate, um, as in like towards a person that I know. Uh, I mean, there are people that I do strongly dislike, but I don't like to use the word hate because I think it just carries a lot of connotation to it. But if that's what you were feeling in that moment, when people have said hateful things towards you and your family, transphobic things, being ableist, slut shaming. If that was an emotion you were feeling at the time, then you don't have to hold back if you don't want to. Uh, 
I also, you know, them being angry and crying, um, like it made you feel guilty. Again, that's an emotion that you went through. These are emotions. Emotions can ebb and change just because like you, I mean, you do love them. So like that, the guilt is understandable, but also they did something that hurt you. So they were crying. You were, I don't know if you were physically crying, but it did hurt you on the inside. So you were crying on the inside. So I don't think what you did was wrong. I think what they did was wrong. And then that elicited a reaction from you. Yeah, I agree with you on like the, for me, I view hate as an active emotion. Like that's not a passing thing. Like the whole thing people like don't hold hate in you because like that takes so much energy. Disliking someone takes absolutely zero energy. It is like passive as fuck. Like you don't have to think about it. It's like whatever. I don't like this person. They don't take up brain space. So like hate to me is like a reaction to hate. Like it's a reaction to something that's happened. So I think in that moment you hated her and that's that's a completely justified response if that's like how you were feeling. Um, And also sometimes like with like feelings of like guilt, especially when it comes to when other people are like emotional and like crying with it, a lot of the time, like the reaction that like we initially have to something is like anger. And then when someone else is so upset by us calling someone else out and being angry with it, that they get emotional, that like it can make you emotional and not because it's, oh, I feel guilty. I shouldn't have said that. It's like, well, I'm sad too, but I was channeling that into anger. And now there's, it's like breaking the seal. One person cries, then another person cries. Um, but yeah, I, I think that like, I don't think that you were wrong for saying how you feel. I agree with your mom and call her bitch. That's, 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 that's a good one. Um, but yeah, it's like a betrayal. And I think like a betrayal is, I don't mean dramatic in like a overdramatic or like acting kind of way, but like a betrayal is like, it's a dramatic, like shaken thing, which is, I think it's a natural reaction to have hate to it on a complete sidebar note. And this is not what you wrote in about asking if you were wrong. I do. (laughs) I will say the, the, I'm all here for the naming of one person as in Yolanda as in the person who killed Selena but we cannot include Haley Bieber in that level like that that no I give that poor woman a break (laughs) good god she did not kill literally anybody um but for your real life Yolanda and Haley if you stand by it, you stand by it. If someone else wants you to feel guilty, that's not your problem. All right. Next up, Megan. Okay. I'm 18, she, her, asking about a situation involving my ex-boyfriend, 18, he, him. We broke up over a month ago, having dated around six months on mutual terms and remained friends since, checking up on each other and texting every other day. Oh, bad vibes already. Bad vibes already. I thought things were fine between us until I heard from a mutual friend that that he's been talking about me to our mutual friend saying that he won our breakup in quotations because I'm dying my hair, which is completely irrelevant to him and that he broke up with me because I was too emotional. He didn't tell them that I was quote unquote too emotional because I cried and confided in him that I was essayed last year or because within a single week, my grandmother died and I started my first year of college knowing no one in my course in a difficult male dominated field. So I was overwhelmed with all the change in my life. So I went to him for comfort about it. 
I always made sure to communicate with him and ask if he was okay and able to help me before seeking comfort in him. We broke up three weeks later. The mutual friend also told me that many of our other friends are saying to not like him anymore, are saying that they don't like him anymore because of how he's acting and treating me, but I don't think any of them will tell him that. I know I should just cut ties and be done with the situation, but the petty side of me wants to know if I would be wrong if I call him out and tell him that he's selfish and immature and being an asshole, that he'll never have a perfect relationship like he wants, and if he expects people to never go through hard times. I'm gonna say you would be wrong only because I do not think you're gonna get the reaction out of it that you want. I don't think the sentiment is wrong. I don't think your feelings are wrong. I don't think you're wrong at all in the situation. But I think when we have these kinds of like movie moments of confronting, like you think of the movies of like confronting the bully, like are like saying something and having it, I'm going to like say my piece and all that. A lot of the time that the only time that we have that like cathartic release or we think that we're going to get that is when we, we get the response that we're looking for. And sometimes it can just make everything exponentially worse. If someone has to say that they won the breakup to the person who is a to someone who is aware of both parties in the breakup, uh, that means you didn't win it. <laughs> like if you have to say it, it it's not you. Um, but the I, I agree with Melissa and like the you're gonna have you're gonna go through heartbreak again at some point in your life. And the best advice I can give like literally anyone going through that is the quicker that you can have closure on your own closure, quote unquote, and the quicker that you can do these things insularly without trying to gain a response from somebody else, you'll be far more control in your life. Because if he's saying these things behind your back, he's gonna, he's not about to surprise you and be a wonderful person to your face. He's just then going to be two-faced and that's not going to, it's not going to yeah. hit the same. Like write down everything you want to say, fucking burn it fucking like do all do something like that that feels more cathartic and then sit on it and if you want to say something go for it but if it's just in like the heat of the moment if a month goes by and you still don't like you still need to do it yeah but you you might it, the fire might die out and that's an emotional response that's not going to get you what you want out of it unfortunately yeah, I, don't, I don't know this dude but i know dudes like him and i think that if you say something, it might actually make him feel like he wanted even more. Yeah. Or at least that's what he's going to go around and tell people that you're so mad and he's just cool and over it. All right. Next one. Dear Megan and Melissa, I have been meaning to write in about this for a while. My then friend, Sam of seven plus years, and I went on a trip to Florida in July of 2021. We started off at my family's home in Florida and then drove to Disney for a few days. Everything was great until our last night at Disney. We were freshly 21, so we were both drinking, and I accidentally overdid it. She took care of me that night. The next morning, we were supposed to go to Epcot and a helicopter tour. I insisted that we still go, but she refused and decided that we should drive back to the house. The entire four-hour ride there was silent. We got to the house around 2 p.m. and she decided she wanted to leave and get her own hotel room, despite there being another room for her in the house where she could have stayed if she needed privacy. This really upset me. When we met up at the airport the next day to leave, it was like nothing happened. Fast forward to mid-August 2021, when we attended our friend's baby shower. At the time, Sam had a long-term boyfriend that she was cheating on with the boyfriend of another mutual friend that was there. 
She pretended to be best friends with her like nothing was happening. I was already considering cutting ties after Florida, but this made me completely stop talking to her. None of our mutual friends are still talking to her either due to other things she's done. Was I justified in ending the friendship? I don't have many friends, so sometimes I contemplate reaching back out. I understand my role in this, but I also feel as though her actions were not justified. Would love to hear your thoughts, but I am sensitive. Thanks. All right. So the drunk thing and her taking care of you, I have been you on occasion, um, but I have also been Sam. And when I've been Sam, one thing about being you in that situation is that you don't completely remember everything that happened. And so you may have said or done something that really offended Sam. So I completely understand Sam leaving and needing space, even if she was in a different room. Sometimes you just have to get away from that from the person. So I don't fault her for any of that. But the second situation, I... Did you know beforehand that she was cheating with the boyfriend of your mutual friend? Because it seems like you did. That's a good point. And the only reason you got mad is because she was being, she was pretending to be that person's best friend, but you were also pretending to be their friend because if you weren't pretending to be their friend, then you would have told them that she was cheating or you would have stopped being friends with Sam. So justified ending the friendship. Maybe. I don't, I mean, like if you didn't want to be friends with her, yeah, justified. But like, were you a good friend to this other person? Because you knew that she was cheating and you were only mad because she was acting like she was friends with this other person might be reading something into it but i'm just going off the information that's there melissa that like this isn't even about me and this has never been me but like the 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 fucking deep cut that 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 was you're so poignant like i wow you're right which is why you host this podcast (laughs) so that's all i gotta say with those yeah i wholeheartedly agree with that like i didn't even put two and two together with that part of the end where yeah I I from the start though like like Melissa said like I've also I've been I'm sure I've been Sam may I don't know if I ever have any of my friends like I used to get drunk with they'd be like shut the fuck up no you were you were always this um so yeah so I've and like there's like a lot of like shame and embarrassment that comes like from that um, and like, I have all, especially like after I stopped drinking, like the amount of guilt that I have to like my college roommate, I'm like, Oh my God. And she's like, she calls me Piper. And she was like, no Piper, like, I love you. It doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. I was like, no, like I feel guilty all the time. Like I still feel guilty about it. And that's like a level of self-awareness that I have because I don't drink anymore. So like, yeah, you're not going to remember what you do. You're not going to remember how you treat someone, especially like it's, you know, you went and stayed at your family's house. If it's just you two there, that can be like kind of a liability if you're even at Disney mm-hmm. or not. But if it's just both, of like it can feel like a, a really large burden there that even if you didn't get physical with her or say something negative to her, like you could have been potentially instigating things with other people who are around or like it felt like things might 
escalate and like she wasn't going to be able to like physically protect and keep both of you safe. That's really hard. Um, so I don't think that the lack of communication on her end for that, like, I think that's relatively justified. Like, I think like you just kind of need a, a break. Um, but I agree with everything Melissa said about the bridal shower. Like it does seem like we're looking at other people saying that they're not being good friends because they're not cluing in another party to a situation that's happening. And that's also not what you're doing. And I don't think that like, I personally hold all of my friends to the expectation, the standard that like, we will we'll all tell each other things. Like I'm like, shit happens. I'm, I'm gonna, you're, I'm gonna tell someone, I'm gonna tell who, what cheating partner. I'm gonna be like, you tell, you have got 48 hours to tell, or mm-hmm. I'm telling like, and that's how I'm going to be. There's no way I'm going to kind of keep the peace there. Um, it's a mutual friend and that's a betrayal there. And you might not be actively participating in the affair, in the, in, in the adultery, but like you have more information than the person who's being cheated on and Mm -hmm. you're not doing anything about it. And like, does that make you a good friend? So I don't, like Melissa said, I don't think you're wrong for wanting to end the friendship if you want to end the friendship. But I think that it's time for some like introspection of, huh, is, am I acting and behaving in a way that I'm proud of and that like I would look at a friend who was making these choices and I would say like yeah I think that very much aligns with my morals and my ethos and like the kind of people I also want to be surrounded with hello Megan and Melissa I am a 25 year old girl currently living abroad in an international volunteer program where the European community pays to house you and for food Here's where my problem starts. The house in which we are entitled to is filled with just enough for two people to live in. And I know it sounds stupid, but right now I'm getting super annoyed with my roommate because she's constantly using the few food containers we have. She cooks for two or three days at a time and then puts the leftovers in the container in the fridge. The problem is that when I want to do the same, most of the time I can't because she's using all the containers. I know this is a pretty trivial matter and I could just buy more containers, but why do I have to spend my money when she doesn't know how to share the few things that we have? So am I wrong to be getting irritated with the situation? I kind of feel bad for being annoyed by this compared to what I see every day in the project I'm in. So I guess I need someone to tell me that it's okay to feel like this. Or if you think I am wrong, feel free to tell me to grow up and stop being petty. I don't think you're wrong for being like irritated, but (laughs) I don't know if it was like a typo, but like you want to do what she's doing, but you're annoyed by what she's doing. And then she would be annoyed by what you're doing. And you're treating that as like, we don't know how to share. And it's like, okay, well then you want to do something where you're not sharing. And I think like, you both have like equal access and uh, uh, equal like say and not call, but you've got like equal, equal opportunity. Yeah. And like you're splitting things within the household. So like, it's, it's not like you're subletting from someone and, or you're a guest there and you're having some, like you're both with the same resources in the same place. Like you're both have the exact same footing in the, in, in this apartment. Um, and that's like in terms of like legality. And then you get into the gray area of like manners and like morals and like being considerate. There's like nothing, she doesn't have to be considerate the same way you don't have to be considerate. But if you want someone to be considerate, I think 
it, it's to, it's to ask as opposed to just getting irritated and upset about it. Some people, me, hi, maybe only child, you've lived alone for a really long time, or you're just not seeing the other person doing like meal planning, meal prepping, because you're taking all the containers, but you're not realizing, oh, I don't see them ever do it. And it's like, oh, well, you have them. It's like, oh, my bad. There can be some absent-minded thing and or even just not even realizing that they're doing it. And that's frustrating and irritating. So I think bringing it up while you're not irritated of like, not, hey, you do this thing and it pisses me off that it's like, oh, so I've noticed a problem that we have. And I think like the solution we should do is like, how about, so like you you get to meal prep like Monday, the top, like the food containers, we'll do meal prep for, I know that you like to do it on Sundays or something like, and I like to do mine on Wednesdays. You have them from these days to these days. I'll have them from these days to these days so we can rotate so it works out well. And they might be like, oh, I'll just buy more. <laughs> they can go for it. But like, they can't say, oh, well then, no, I'm just going to keep using them because then I would be like, cool, I'm going to throw your food out and then I'm going to use them. Yeah. I think that this is a simple conversation. I don't, I think that you're letting the resentment that you have build up over something that's very small. Um, she may be doing this and not realizing that she's doing this. Uh, so just simply say, hey, I want to use the containers too. But if we both, you know, want a meal prep, why don't we go in half? Because a lot of times they sell them in big. If if you both are financially able to, like if we can go in half and, and split. So then that way, neither, because you said you could buy, it's just the principle of it. So if you can buy, then propose this, that y'all go in with some more so you both have enough containers. Yeah, I, I think the best thing we can always do and it applies to most situations until you know it's a personal attack don't take it like a personal attack because that's how we can blow up at people and it's like really disproportionate and things don't get solved because we read into someone's intentions that's like really we're reading subtext that isn't there all right uh now we're going to take another break Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Now it's time for But Are They Wrong? And that is when we pick somebody in the world that we think it's wrong. And this week, there's been a lot of people, but I'm just, a lot of terrible people, but I'm just trying to keep it light. Y'all know that it, up until like April, it was raining five months straight in LA, <laughs> which, you know, is good for the earth, but it was terrible for the streets. And our streets were already bad as it was. And now they're just raggedy. Uh, the pot, there's potholes everywhere. I was downtown a couple weeks ago. And within a block, I had to swerve and miss three different potholes. 
Our mayor, Karen Bass, last week announced a plan to address what she has called an unprecedented number of damaged streets across the city. So since December 30th, Los Angeles has received 19,692 service requests for repairs. And How as many of, of them April, are you? Um, actually, for, the, for those specific things, I haven't really been... Um, reporting them but i did make a report yesterday about something else yeah. uh and as of april 6 crews have filled at least seventeen thousand five hundred and forty nine potholes so they're doing pretty good but one person the former governor arnold schwarzenegger took to the streets because he was angry and so he filled one of the potholes near him his spokesperson Daniel Ketchell, which I think it's hilarious that he has a spokesperson to speak on this, said that Brentwood residents made repeated requests for repair since the winter storms opened up potholes and cracks on local roads. And so the governor said, today, after the whole neighborhood has been upset about the giant pothole that's been screwing up cars and bicycles for weeks, I went out with my team and fixed it. So there's a picture of him with some little boots on where you can see that he is kind of doing something, but you know, this other man is actually doing all the work. And he said, uh, I, I went out with my team and fixed it. I always say, let's not complain. Let's do something about it. Here you go. Well, it turns out that what he said was a pothole wasn't actually a pothole. It was... um a trench that had been dug up for utility work and had been covered, but not like with the gravel stuff. And so the uh, SoCal gas company had covered it with the temporary asphalt that is going to be replaced, but they just haven't got to it yet because they were going to do it. Um, the pipeline system was completed January 26, but the rain delayed it and it's usually done within 30 days. So he was kind of being a little Rachel, but again, this is like a light thing. They uh, did come out and fix it because they didn't want it to be messed up by what his team did. Yeah. Um, so it did speed it up. So I guess Arnold's thing helped it move faster, but more so for safety. This that like made me laugh so hard. It it like you can't tell me that's not straight out of an episode of Veep. That was probably my favorite piece of news in like the last week that was like, oh, news can be, we can have like commentary on like people doing things that are shitty and stupid that aren't deadly dangerous and so destructive, you know, like mm -hmm. low stakes. So I would like to nominate the Oklahoma Sheriff's Department. <laughs> Oklahoma is kind of a reoccurring it's like Florida no, and Oklahoma I was about to say I was like Oklahoma like I don't even know how many times you've been brought up here like and every time oh, Oklahoma whatever happened you had a, you had a musical and look at you downfall absolute downfall so I don't know why actually I do so I'm on Los Angeles subreddits and for some reason they think well you're part of this city subreddit do you think you maybe would enjoy the Tulsa subreddit would you enjoy the Topeka subreddit? And I'm like, I'm so good. But suddenly I end up in there and there. And I saw this one thing of a screenshot 
of a some police statement and just like or and it was like a police statement from like a Facebook group in Oklahoma and like the head like the the redditor had like done a caption of being like oh shit it's going down and I open the comments and everyone's saying the same thing I go what are we talking about like what is the drama what is happening and I assumed this was some like niche sort of thing because it's it's popping off on this Oklahoma one but I hadn't seen it across my desk yet then I was on AP News and I finally got to the bottom of it And I'm just going to read you this headline and then we're going to get into it. Oklahoma sheriff says recording of killing talk was illegal. Hmm. What? What? Exactly. You go, okay. The, the sheriff made a statement that talking, the recording of talking about killing someone was illegal, which you feel like, duh. And also what are we talking about? So A newspaper in Oklahoma has a recording in which the sheriff and other county officials are reportedly heard discussing killing two of the journalists and then hanging black people. And then they say, oh, yeah, that was illegal and predicted felony charges will be filed. This started with a post on the sheriff office Facebook page. And they've since in the background. What? Were they like talking in the background and it got captured in a video or were they just outright on a video? So the Oklahoma governor is seeking resignation of the four county officials after a newspaper's audio recording apparently captured some of them complaining about two of the paper's journalists and then saying that they know hitmen and where holes are dug. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. A portion of this recording was released by the paper and it appears to capture one of four making racist remarks about black people. Why is the independent not saying? It was lynching. That was specifically. So the... County officials, it was the McCurtain County Sheriff, Kevin Clardy. <laughs> that sounds like the name that would be in like the, oh, the supervillain, Clardy. And the three other county officials, Sheriff's Captain Alicia or Alicia Manning, District 2 Commissioner Mark Jennings, and Jail Administer Larry Hendricks. Jail Administer. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So uh, the governor said, I am both appalled and disheartened to hear it of the horrid comments made by officials. There's simply no place for such hateful rhetoric in the state of Oklahoma, especially by those who serve to represent a community through their respective office. Sir, that was a threat, a literal death threat. That is like, that's not like horrible comments. So the McCurtain Gazette News released portions of the audio recording following March 6th County Commission meeting in which Mr. McClarty, Manning, and Jennings appear to be discussing reporters Bruce and Chris Willingham. Mr. Jennings tells Mr. Clardy and Ms. Manning, I know where 2D poles are dug if you ever need them. I've got an excavator. Mr. Jennings says he's all, he also knows two or three hitmen, adding, adding they're very quiet guys. He also complains what? about... Uh-huh. He also compla- uh, complains about not being able to hang Black people, saying they've got more rights than we've got. None of the four... Uh, I mean, all of the four have been reached out for comment. They have yet to respond. And then a spokesperson for the FBI's office in Oklahoma City said, like, their agency policy is, like, not to confirm or deny an ongoing investigation, which, why? Like, what do you, this isn't, like, a a sting operation. Yeah, but it's still, there can be interference from outside people. So they don't want to comment until they come to a conclusion. Yeah, so the attorney general said that the agency received an audio recording is investigating the uh, the incident. 
And people gathered outside and were like, resign, you fucking crazy racist. And so how it happened, Bruce Willingham, the longtime publisher of the McCurtain Gazette News, said the recording was made on March 6th. He left a voice-activated recorder inside the room after the county commissioner's meeting. He ex- like, suspected that the group was going to continue to talk after the meeting had ended and which was a violation of the open opens meeting act so that's what he thought he was trying to capture mm-hmm. um and he talked he talked on two different occasions to their attorneys to make sure that he wasn't doing anything illegal before doing it and he says he believes the local officials were upset about stories we run that cast the sheriff's office in an unfavorable light including the death of bobby barrack a broke uh, a broken bow, Oklahoma man who died in the hospital of March 22 after uh, the McCurtain County deputy shot him with a stun gun. And the newspapers also filed lawsuits against the sheriff's office trying to seek out body cam footage. And he's turned over all of it to the FBI. And so because he specifically recorded them trying to like catch the fact that they were continuing essentially to talk about meeting and work business after the matter that the meeting had been closed, um, they don't have a right to privacy in that. And so therefore the legal, the, the recordings obtained are legal. And then what I saw was posted on the Reddit was the sheriff's department posting on Facebook being like, this didn't happen. We don't know anything about this. Like, what are you talking about? And I was like, what? So the post on the, the sheriff's- FBI has already confirmed that there's an investigation going on. <laughs> so where is it? Okay, I'm going to read you this Facebook post. You can't tell me this doesn't sound like a fucking YouTuber's old tweets were resurfaced. Like, it's literally written like that. The last 72 hours have been amongst the most difficult and disruptive in recent memory. This is a very complex situation and one we regret having to address. This is from a day ago. (laughs) There is and has been an ongoing investigation into multiple significant violations of the Oklahoma Security Communications Act, Title 13, blah, 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 which states that it's illegal to secretly record a conversation in which you are not involved in and do not have the consent to at least one of the involved parties. There's a significant number of victims of this criminal activity and has taken a significant effort and time to identify them and corroborate evidence. Many of these recordings, like the one published in the media outlets Friday, have yet to be duly authenticated or validated. Our preliminary information indicates that the media released audio recording has, in fact, been altered. The motivation for doing so remains unclear at this point. That matter is being actively investigated. In addition to being illegally obtained, the audio does not match the quote-unquote transcription of that audio and is not precisely consistent with what has been put into print. Multiple agencies are assisting in this ongoing investigation. As a result, please, as a result of the press release that went out Friday, a large number of threats of violence, including death threats, have been made against county employees and officials, their friends and family, maybe similar to those of the journalists. There will be continued press releases from this agency as the investigation comes to a close and findings are forwarded to the appropriate authorities for felony charges to be filed for those involved. You, you You want to press felony charges to the journalists who legally obtained and reported you saying you wanted to kill them. And also the person that recorded it said exactly why they did it. Yes, which is another violation. Yeah. All right. So that's it. Do us a favor. Go leave us a review. You don't want to leave us a review? 
Also, look in the, the show notes. Go take our survey, please. Also, write in about Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, first episode, Hot Takes. Let's go. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Looking forward to it. Thank you all for joining us. Make sure you head on over to our Instagram at any time before Tuesday. And you will see the votes. And you can participate. Who you think was wrong in each situation. Would love to hear from you. And as always, we love to hear your feedback. So if you're like, disagree with this one, agree with this one. Here are some thoughts that I have. Word vomit into those DMs. We love to read them. And you can catch the results on Fisting Friday. Oh, yeah. So thank you for joining us. We enjoyed it. Hope that you enjoyed it. And so we will circle back. But Am I Wrong is a production by me, Megan Rinks. And me, Melissa DeMonts, plus Diamond Imprint Productions. Post-production by Coco Lorenz. And production assistance by Melanie D. Watson.